communication. communication. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. the part we've learned the most. Yeah. 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 Checking in, you know. Get off the fucking phone. <laughs> yeah. Putting that away and, you know, like living in reality and what's in front of you rather than like, you know, what's going on in someone else's life, you know, and things can be falling apart in your own life. You need to just like ground yourself and connect and communicate. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Poolside Podcast. This is episode number 98 and I'm your host Rachel Anthony. Today we are finishing off our relationship series with Michelle and Brian McGratton. This is a great interview and I think it gives a look into a unique relationship with Brian who is a past NHL player. Um, He did play for the Calgary Flames for a while so that is probably where you've heard of him. And Michelle is a bar instructor and she also runs a nutrition coaching business. They talk about how they met and how the NHL impacted their relationship in terms of relocating expectations and overall way of living. Michelle and Brian share their advice for tools that have helped them grow together, such as sharing a Google calendar, being aware of screen time and going to therapy. Brian talks about the stigma of therapy, but also how more people than not should go see a therapist and he really drives home the importance of getting over talking about going to a therapist and how it has helped their relationship immensely and he's also learned things about himself and his past that he never thought would have impacted his relationship today. They give their advice for a successful relationship and talk about why communication is so important and setting those expectations up in the relationship, especially as your relationship evolves and both people are on different career paths and how to come together for that. So let's jump into it. Here is Michelle and Brian. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm sitting here with Michelle and Brian today. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us. Do you want to start with introducing yourselves and just tell us what you do, who you are? Uh, Brian McGratton, uh, ex-NHL player. Uh, currently, I work for the Flames in player development. You're a husband, you're a dad, oh, sorry, you're yeah, a dog. Well, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm already bugging you. I'm Michelle McGratton. I'm Brian's <laughs> lovely wife. <laughs> uh, I'm a nutrition coach uh, here in Calgary and online. I'm also a bar instructor in Calgary. I'm a mother, I'm a wife. I am a mother to three puppies as well. Yeah. And they're all yeah. very cute. They are very cute. You got a, Rachel got attacked when she walked yeah. in the door. Yeah. And now they're all fighting over a squeaky. It's our life right yeah. here. Right here. Um, and how did you guys meet and what was your first impression of each other? <sighs> well, so we have a lot of mutual friends. Brian and I are both from Hamilton, Ontario. And uh, yeah, like we had been in probably crossed paths a number of times back in the day in Hess Village for anyone that's from Ontario and knows the hammer. Anyways, so we have a lot of mutual friends, like I said, and we had added each other to Facebook. And I remember asking, talking to my friend Heidi, who also dated you, but is also your very good friend. And she's like, I think you guys would really get along. And I was like, but would we? I don't know. I just remember him rolling with his buddies and at the bars and all that thing. And then all of a sudden I get a message on Facebook that says, hey, what's up? And this is our love story. (laughs) This is before the Instagram days, right? And then he was actually coming home uh, for Christmas a month from then. And he asked to go for coffee. And I said, sure. So we actually ended up talking for a month before we went on our first date, which was interesting and different. 
I had never really done that before. I'll normally just meet somebody and right. I feel like that was like, like online dating before yeah. online dating like existed. Yeah. You guys are like the OGs. We were the OGs. <laughs> and it was great. And then yeah, he came home for Christmas and we spent the whole week together. And then I had a few weeks off of work through Christmas is when I worked for a magazine. And uh, that was it. Yeah, we got engaged exactly a year to the day we went on our first date and married four months later. So yeah, yeah. summertime. Some four or five months after that. Yeah. So happened quickly, I guess. Brian fell in love really hard, hey? Yeah. Fell hard. <laughs> he said I love yeah. you first. You did say I love you first. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, yeah. It's it was in after the season on your in your parents' driveway. He said I have <laughs> I to tell guess. you something. Yeah, she remembers. Just, yeah, I guess so. yeah. And what did you yeah. say? I said I love you too. I did. <laughs> yeah, and I meant it. Yeah. But that was it. Yeah. So we basically did. It's tough getting yeah. those nowadays, but it was easier back then. What's that? Yeah, I love you. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. going on eight years married. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. They're few and far between. But we try every day. We try every day. Um, and so you were playing in the NHL when you guys met, right? Yeah. Or kind of at the end. I just wanted to know about the transition between like switching careers kind of thing and yeah. how that what would that was like and just the experience for that yeah, for both was, of you? Uh, you know, we met, uh, I still played about another seven years after we met. Oh, okay. Five, yeah. Long time. Six no, six, six. Six years, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the transition for me was up and down. When we, when we first met, I was playing in the minors at the time, so you know, career-wise, it wasn't in a good spot. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I brought you some luck. Yeah. <laughs> I always say that. I Michelle and I played in the NHL for another four and a half years. So, um, it was a switch in food. This guy, side note, can we talk about what he ate? Let's talk about what professional athletes actually eat. I was oh, she came in and almost hit the floor. Yeah. She so came. this is when he was in. So he's played in Boston. He's in Providence. And I went. This is for my first trip there. And I opened up the cupboards, and all I found was ragu, white pasta, Wonder Bread, peanut butter, and orange juice. I think that was honestly it. And I remember looking at him and I'm like, how long have you played in the NHL again? And is this working for you? Like, how is this going for you? Anyway, you've evolved since then. He, he yeah, but I ate out a lot too. That was just stuff. I know, that's true. Yeah, but it was just funny. Like, to me, that was hilarious. But yeah. But yeah, you were there and then, yeah. Was it Nashville? No, we were Nashville. Uh, yeah, I went from there to, I, I signed in Anaheim, but then I got picked up by Nashville on waivers, played there for a year and a half and back in Calgary for another three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went to uh, re-signed in Anaheim, but to play in a minor league team to be a mentor, older guy for the young guys. And it was probably the best year of hockey mm-hmm. in my life, even though I was in the minors. We lived in San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah, they, they relocated their farm team to San Diego. So that was kind of the only time in my career where I didn't want to get called up. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a great year. Yeah. And we went to that year knowing it was he was at the end of his career and we had a discussion about do we go overseas now or what's, you know, and we just, Gabriel was like three months old and I, you know, I decided it would be amazing living, you know, on the yeah. beach. Gabe, you know, it's, yeah, his first year of his life, he's at the beach every day. Right, Bob? Yeah. He's scratching and crying on the face. Like, <laughs> you want to go back? Yeah, and, we'll go back. <laughs> no, it's all good. Just cut it off right so this okay, is yeah. was last time too. It's right? fine. No, it's <laughs> like they're so misbehaved. Okay, San Diego. Can we start? Yeah. Yeah, no, San Diego was great. It was, yeah, one of the best years of our lives. Gabe lived on the beach. It was an awesome kind of transition into, you know, I guess what we see like the end of hockey, you know, it was yeah. a really, really good year. So we thought that that was like our last year. And then he got a call to go overseas. Uh, 
to England, which was really cool. Uh, Russia was an option, but I was like, hell no, not happening. And it wasn't really for the money at all. It was just we wanted to go for the experience just for his last year. You know, we made a collective decision that we thought it would be really fun to do that. And my dad's from England and we have a lot of roots there, a lot of family there. So we did it. I didn't go for the whole season. You left, what was it, October, November? Yeah, so I went over in October and, uh, you know, I was there for, I think, two or three weeks and we had our first tournament in Spain. I never thought I'd be going to Spain to play hockey. <laughs> yeah. Um, they qualified, the team I played for qualified for European Cup tournaments. We started in Spain four hours north of Barcelona at the Pyrenees Mountains. I, I couldn't believe that there was a rink in this place. And it was one of the it was one of the coolest rinks I've ever seen. I mean I, I was just blown away the whole time that I was actually playing hockey in Spain. Anyways, we won that tournament, qualified for the next one. We ended up winning this it's called the Continental Cup. So it's it's a it's a European trophy. We're the first English team to ever win a European trophy. So that was kind of cool. It was really big for the league, really big for our team obviously, but um you know, that league in England hasn't gotten a lot of credit for actually how good it is. Um, you know, there's some good players over there and they're, it's kind of showing their, their men's team has stayed up in the world championship D1 division. Like they were in Canada's group last year. So, you know, the hockey's come a long way over there. The fans are good. Just the weather is kind of shitty. But other than that, we know, what, the weather was tough. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, we're not used to, you know, we live in probably one of the sunniest places probably yeah, in the right, world yeah. going to... Yeah. I was know, used 30 to days of no sun it's yeah. tough um, other than that it was good I made a lot of good friends and I'm still really good friends with half like half the guys I played with I still talk to there you got to see all my family Brian got to meet my family member Paul not was cool but that like year solidified you being done for sure yeah. just it was it was also difficult and then we had to leave the dogs behind which was tough right. and it was just difficult yeah, Michelle yeah. and Gabe came for you know they came three months you know first week in November left in February yeah, yeah. um so well yeah after that it was like yeah we had to make a decision and that was it was a little scary because you don't know what's on the other side of hockey yeah and like all i had nothing done. going right either yeah. i was just like i'm done i'll figure yeah. it out yeah and it all worked out thank god yeah oh well, yeah 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 right and so then when you moved back did you start your business what was that no. journey yeah. like well we moved back and it was kind of comforting knowing it wasn't going to be playing hockey but on the other side it was like find something to do here it's like you got to get back to work he's a few months in and yeah and like you know, i was teaching bar at the time but i hadn't started my business yet gabe was still quite young and it's difficult finding that balance for me anyway now that he was going to be home i didn't know what, would ex what to expect but we don't have any family here either so i'm kind of like full on with him all the time and he was still very very young too young for preschool and all that kind of stuff and yeah but yeah for you like yeah you got a job with the flames like pretty much right away yeah, i stayed in contact with them throughout yeah. the time i was in the organization and a long relationship with our gm yeah. so you know, yeah. fortunately a job came available on the player development side and you know, it's been three three years now mm -hmm. working with them yeah so. and it was nice for us not to have to move so that was another thing right we really wanted to stay in calgary we fell in love with it here we bought our house and we just got very comfortable amazing friend group that are like family to us and so yeah i mean there's always that hope that you'll stay but you're if you want to be in hockey there's always a chance that you could be that you could be moving again so, right yeah right and so how would you say that that transition 
like with Brian's career, how did that change your relationship? Like what was the dynamic yeah, for that? Like definitely interesting. Um, for him, his schedule was pretty much the same as hockey. That first year he was more on contract, so he wasn't traveling as much. Um, but it was kind of like, for me, it was like, okay, now I can do my thing again. So I had a really great career before, you know, we got married. I worked for a magazine for a number of years. I was the advertising director and, you know, I had this whole life before and then I had to give that up. You have to make those sacrifices for the people you love. And I don't ever hold it against him. I mean, I might seem like I do sometimes, but I don't, <laughs> but it was a tough decision for me. But obviously like I had to make that move. We moved away and that, it was what it was. I still did some stuff for the magazine from a freelance perspective, but when you're in the US, I couldn't work. I actually on paper like could not work. So the year he got traded back to Calgary, that's when I started teaching bar. I danced for many years and that was just something for me that I could do. But with that said, looking for something full-time wasn't an option because of his career. So we could be in a team for a year. Who's going to hire me in a full-time position knowing that I could leave in six months? So that's it. It's a really tough thing, right? Um, so yeah, I started my blog, my first blog. It's called Baby Cupcake Selfies back in Nashville. <laughs> so, and I was actually coaching a few people kind of in and before that kind of in the fitness world um and it was a good outlet for me I just got creative and I had a lot of free time so that was difficult that year because I had almost too much free time uh so that was nice for me to be able to create recipes and do all that fun stuff and that really got me into that and I when I wrote for the magazine too I did advertising and wrote I did a lot of like our food stuff which was fun so yeah coming into retirement I wasn't really thinking about doing any of that again I was just kind of trying to figure it out and I thought to myself okay do I have to kind of get back into the corporate world again print is a dying breed, unfortunately. So what, you know, which avenue am I going to take? I could definitely go into advertising, but at the same time, I have my son full time. So it's like pulling you in all different directions. And I personally wasn't willing to give up my time with him to work full time. And I also do not want to work for anyone ever again. I've made that decision a few years back, even though Terry showed up, Terry was the best boss in the whole entire world. But just in the life that I'm in now, I just want to be on my own schedule. I've got a family, Brian's gone during hockey season like 70% of the time so it's very difficult so was it when was that about two so it'd be about a year and a half ago I just had like one of those in aha moments in November it was in November yeah. November a year and a half ago like in yeah November. but I had like it was like that summer before that fall where I decided I wanted to do this again but do it like you know do it go for it and do my coaching uh it was just the right time Gabe was a little bit older he was in Montessori a few days a week which turned into five mornings because I needed the time for myself and uh yeah I just I think it was like at my parents cottage and I just like like I'm gonna start a page so I was very private like when Brian played hockey I had my blog but in terms of social media it's a very interesting world yeah. people can be very mean and ruthless there's some like mean stuff said about me and just in general it's just it's it's terrible <clears throat> like calling you know like you know, just things basically that, you know, you're with someone for money and all of these things. And it's like, no one right. knows your story. Right. Well, especially because there's like shows that's like yeah. hockey wise. Exactly. Right. It's yeah. like, yeah. And my, one of my thing. really good girlfriends is on there and it's, mm -hmm. you know, they, I think in that show and she ended up leaving, they pick and choose what they do show. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was, yeah, I just didn't want to be super public. So this was like, you know, Brian was retired and I felt really comfortable just kind of putting myself out there, not knowing what would happen. And, uh, so I created a website really quickly like in a day because I used to do that so I did that quickly and then I just started a page and yeah and the rest is kind of history I've yeah it's been really really good a really good couple, like a year and a half for both of us really good yeah for, you. for me yeah it's yeah. <laughs> I mean it's been interesting transition wise so because he's gone so much when he's home that's kind of my time to do what I need to do but it's difficult to find a balance because we also need time together as a couple 
and as a family, but when he's not here, I'm full on parenting, full on business work. And then I just need like time to like actually do proper work and to like maybe. Yeah, that's tough too for me. Like yeah. yesterday I had to visit the airport for like a 10 hour day yesterday, right? Come home and I gotta, can't just go hit the couch and <laughs> yeah. stuff to do around the house. So that's where the travel gets tough is kind of on the long travel days and stuff we gotta come yeah. back yeah yeah it's exhausting mm-hmm. and so what has what was the transition like for you when michelle started her own business then how did that change things um, in your opinion well it's good i mean uh it's tough i mean i can probably speak for most wives and girlfriends where we just kind of lug them around wherever we're going it's kind of unfair you know you bring them like when the first place she moved with me was Nashville, right? But she doesn't know the life I'm in, like a little bit, but not really. You know, she gets there, she gets settled. We love the city. She starts making new friends. She goes to a dentist appointment. Halfway through her dentist appointment, she's out cold. I get traded. Her friend on the team had to pick me up, drive me to the airport. She goes home and has to pack. She she goes home and has to pack the house up. So in I'm the gone. States, they give you like the I left. Hat, I right? left half my more than half my stuff there. I packed right. a bag. I packed two suits, and I packed like basically a carry-on bag because I had to get to Calgary because I was playing the next night. Wow. And yeah. she gets home and I'm gone. Like so, she had right. to take care of you know closing the rental house and getting everything um, in order for the to get shipped to Calgary. We only had Louie, so she had one dog. dog. Um, we have three now I mean three of them are still not the size of a normal dog right. so, <laughs> that was know, a tough so... thing for me too and it was hard not to have like any type of resentment being alone in that and my girlfriends there were incredible but once you're not kind of property of a team no one's there no one there's really helping you so everyone in Calgary management's trying to help you get your shit together and get the movers and all that yeah. it, it's it was that was my first yeah. real taste of like the hockey life and then from yeah. then we've moved like 11 times yeah. like so, actually moved 11 times then we were so. in Calgary and then you know kind of up and down and but Hamilton here back like everywhere yeah and that's why we bought a house here because I was just so sick of um, living in a place going to somewhere for three mm-hmm. months moving to another place mm-hmm. you know I played here I signed a two-year deal I was like we both loved it here I'm like you know we'll just buy a house here this will be home mm-hmm. you know and uh, which it made it a lot easier actually getting here instead of commuting back and forth but you know to answer your previous question yeah i'm excited for her to um finally get something going for herself um something that she's passionate about um, and something that where she's going to help people change their lives too right so there's you know there's a lot of important factors into that job um it's really probably really just as rewarding for her as it is for her clients when mm-hmm. you start to see the changes in these people, not only in their physical form, but their mental state, right? So, um, you know, part of my job, uh, you know, I help people out with if they have anything going on, you know, substance abuse wise and stuff like that with my previous past. But, you know, to see her shape these people's lives and they're, they're in a better mental state than, than a physical mm-hmm. state, and I think it's very important. Yeah. Um, and just to see how well she's done in the last year has been it's been pretty cool pretty amazing actually mm-hmm. so we go to the farmer's market and people are coming up to me asking me yeah. if I'm Michelle 
and the 20 minutes yeah. care about you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. But it's like, that's like, those are my people, right? Like, right. Yeah. Right. It's just funny. I'll be with yeah. him a few times and I'm like, oh, yeah. No, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> you know, the NHL life, it was, it was a dream. It was cool. It was, but I'm glad I'm done with it. I'm glad I'm away from it. Uh, it's a pretty, it's like make believe, right? It's not, it's not a real life. Right. So it's nice to get back, get grounded and be around mm-hmm. reality. Normal yeah, that's reality. reality. Right. Um, yeah. We'll have a little more like stability too. Yeah. For, like, I both mean, of stability. Yeah. And, uh, just, we're trying to balance out like schedules right now. Is like, we have so it's no, just tricky yeah. with scheduling. We have a Google calendar. So this has been like a game changer <laughs> for all those couples out there that can't get the schedule. We have our Google calendar together. When we set it, when did we set that thing? Well, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> but we add things in and out. Yeah. Like this calendar is set until like uh, the end of April. Yeah, yeah. We right? both have to so like plan the whole out. Thing, every single day is set. Mm-hmm. She has a whatever, 11 a.m. meeting at Seton Salt. It's on there. I got, you know, a game at this time. It's on there. Mm-hmm. Practice, game stuff's on there. Just so we can look at the calendar. Yeah, it's nice. not like, Oh man, you didn't tell me you had that. I got I this. Mean, that has, I got, and that's that's, 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 happened, that's right. what's that's right. what, but it's it, happened. It has happened. <laughs> it. I mean, but not to the extent where it was. Right? No, yeah. Because going from just me being busy and Michelle not, it was now that she her career is just as busy as mine. Um, this thing is it's brought a little bit of balance and less fights. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you've stepped up. I feel like you know, in terms of like that, took a little bit of time too to help around the house and all that like not like I mean before when Brian played it was just a different situation I because I was around a lot I would do a lot for him and I had the time for it and I like I am a caregiver and I love doing all of those things and I love cooking and obviously all of that and like taking care of the house and all of those things but like now that I've got my career going it's hard to find that balance of doing all of those things still because he's gone all the time and running a business and doing all of that right and trying like Gabe is my first priority above anything all the time um so yeah, balance is, it's been interesting, but we are getting there. And when he's home, he's been super helpful. And like, we go to therapy, we have to, it's been a game changer for us both to meet in the middle and work on things that are lacking in the relationship because we are apart so much. So say this next six weeks, Brian's home. For we haven't days. had exactly a normal life either. Yeah. So but you're I home. didn't cut you off. Yeah. We didn't have like the normal, like it's been Well, it's been mental. crazy. Yeah. Like right. home for two days, gone <laughs> yeah. for five, home for two, gone for five. So as a couple... The connection it's like you know it gets lost in the travel and all of that and we talk a few times a day but it's not like being together so we've had to do a lot of work and like trying to do date nights and connecting with each other and it's yeah. it's really been helpful honestly like and to have someone else in the room to kind of delegate and tell us what needs to be done yeah, i go to therapy all the time it's great even by yeah. myself i yeah. mean it's something uh yeah. you know the whole stigma around that stuff is oh what do i need to see a psychologist or whatever yeah you need to see a psychologist and talk to somebody because we need to. Doesn't matter who you are, we all have our stuff that exactly. we that we carry. We need to talk about. We need to figure out how to, you know, adjust certain part of our lives, how to enjoy certain parts of our lives that we're not enjoying. We should. Uh, one in four people struggle with mental health. People don't mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been a game changer for me. I go regularly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but for us too, it's been it's been really couple good. stuff's really cool good. too. It's good. It's really the love um, languages. We did all the love languages. Because you find stuff, stuff yeah. you don't know about, you know, 
there's yeah. different things. Yeah, you might know, think you know, but you don't. Right. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. So mine is your his love language is uh, words of affirmation. So me telling him how much I love him and like. You did the dishes. Man, I do the house. I clean the house. I want to know I did a good job. I want to walk in and someone not say anything. I don't say anything. I say nothing. I do There's a meme like Chris showed it to me the other day. It's like a meme where it's like I did the dishes and this guy like standing with a cape. Well, man, I did. He's like, this is me. I was like, yeah. I'm waiting for her to say something. Totally. Totally. But I do this every single day, and that's the difference. So now I'm trying to acknowledge that, and mine is acts of service. Him doing those things actually, right? It's just funny. I always joke with joke with her saying acts of service or a life of service. Yeah. Life. It's, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and because of his career, this is where we've found like it's been difficult because, and I'll say it because it's true, and I, all the hockey wives, quote unquote, out there, like you guys, it's a very selfish career. It really is. It's all about them all the time, which is fine. That's how you get to that level. Um, a lot of stuff is done for you. Yes, you work your asses off to get to where you need to be, but in the background, a lot of stuff's done for you. Pre-game meals, all that bullshit. Bullshit. Like I'm making his pasta every freaking day for his. It has to be perfect. Like all of those things are done. Um, so when he stopped playing, I was like, I'm yeah, I'm done doing those things. So that's been interesting. But I mean, you're good. You can toast, toast, and pour cereal, make oatmeal. Yeah, we saw your hot dog. I, the hot I dog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that. if you guys want to follow me on cooking with Bigger in a couple weeks, then oh, wow. I'll show you how to make the. Well, you probably, essentials. You probably saw late Mexico. night meals, I'll show you the spots to go. The Mexico Lucky Charms. I sent them to the oh, store because yeah. I'm like a control freak and I like to get all my groceries. And it was like we didn't have time. It was closed. So he went to like the little store in the hotel and came back with like jam, white bread, and or maybe it was brown whole wheat bread. And like a Mexican version of Lucky Charms. Gabe loved, them. Gabe loved them. Gabe loved them. Well, it was Obviously. like a family-sized box. He ate them all week. <laughs> Same. Anyway, so that's been like, you, yeah, so you definitely are stepping up and... I don't have to ask him to feed the dogs anymore and those things. That right. stuff took a very long time because I did everything. And, you know, and like his parents were very on, hands on with like doing a lot of things for him because you were solo. Like you had a couple of girlfriends here and there, but you were pretty much on your own. So a lot of stuff was done for you behind the scenes for sure. Right. Well, and like you yeah. said, having that communication with like a third party oh, yeah. to get on the same level yeah. without like having to nag or without yeah. having to like, you know, and least... it turns into nagging. Yeah, totally. For sure. And so I think yeah. a lot of people, people especially in relationships like underestimate that because yeah, they're like well sure. I don't want to like force someone to go to therapy or like I think it's been great but yeah, yeah. so I think been... more people like you said get over the stigma and I was of pissed that. the first one I had to go to I was choked like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I was, I yeah. was pissed because mm-hmm. yeah. I was like I felt like I was just going to get attacked in this thing <laughs> <laughs> right and that's why I was pissed because I'm like man like now she's got someone to gang up <laughs> on me with <laughs> Not just her friends, but like oh gosh, though. And uh, it would, and it, by the end of it, I was like, man, and I don't want to but go you've back. You've had major breakthroughs, like just in therapy with like your whole life, and yeah, you know, with your so, addiction and where everything, like all that. You know, every once right. in a while, it's been a, a healthy part for our relationship. For sure, is yeah. that therapy? I mean, it's yeah. not like we go every day. I mean, but every once in a while, it's right. good to go in yeah. and kind of check in. You know, check in. Yes. And, you know, and feel and feel connected again. Right. Right. Yeah. I think one night was great. We did that, and then we went for a date night after, and we could talk about everything alone. Right. And it's hard for you though because when you're home, it's also I want him to spend time with Gabriel. So it's that fine line of just trying to make it work, right? Or like a Netflix show that we watch or something like that, right? He's been better with like getting off his phone. You know, it's so it's hard for me too because I have a lot of work calls and stuff in the evening. So it's just we're trying to still work on that sort of stuff. Yeah. So both the last what six weeks? What's that? Oh. Yeah. I don't even touch it at home. I just yeah. kind of, uh, 
uh, I have it on for calls, but in the morning I'll check my emails and my texts and I put it down, do all my stuff at Gabe, mm-hmm. take him to school. When I'm at the rink and at work, because some of our programs are on there, I'll be on it. Um, but in the afternoons, I come home, check emails, text, and it goes away. Well, until as we dinner, both know, it can get consuming. Until dinner consuming. time. That thing is the biggest. I wish I never had it. And yeah, no. since I've noticed a huge change in my whole, um, basically my whole life mm-hmm. without that thing in my hand all day. Well, you're way more aware and you're way more connected. It's like, and, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, right. I, I, I'm, and I, and that's why I hate going on the road because Michelle's like, how much did you use your phone this weekend? I was mm-hmm. like, man, like I was, I'm in a hotel room by myself. Yeah, like, what else are you doing? Yeah. Like and then I was like left. so happy I got home here and I always keep it in the same spot right there. I yeah. threw it on that desk yeah. and I didn't touch it until yeah. like I went to bed, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I feel like that tears a lot of relationships apart too. Like I'm, we have found ourselves in bed and I'm sure like you too. Like, like, like you're sitting together. beside each other for an hour and I don't <laughs> totally. even look over at her, right? <laughs> totally. I don't even look over at her. Yeah. And, and the other thing is I've noticed is how much better I've been sleeping mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I don't have that white light in my face yeah. for an hour before bed. Totally. Mm-hmm. and uh, my sleeping has changed yeah and from you doing that I've been really aware but it's hard for me and like you my business is on my phone so I've got like 25 to 30 clients always but I I'm always kind of there for them but I've now at like between nine not around nine I kind of shut that down and try and get off like yeah. social media and my Instagram you know it's I get a lot of business from that too and it's it's you know and I've got to you know my people ask me questions and all yeah. those things but I really have to like draw the line of right. your time on there and time at home and so my family. therapist Cause she brought it up and uh, in one or two weeks. So the two weeks in between uh, that I had my appointment with her, my screen time went down 77%. And I told her and she was like, you're the only one of my clients that has ever done that. No. Yeah. That's been good. I feel like you've just been, yeah. Things worse than it's more addicting than whatever drugs, food. (laughs) Like it's, it's, probably the worst thing in my life I'm not lying I hate it yeah but it's I kind of got into a routine without that being a part of it yeah and it affects relationships too I really yeah Yeah, I think everyone could use more awareness for even like even if you can't put it down because of where whatever but at least being aware of like when you're on it or when you're sitting next to somebody I'd be in a room there'd be 15 people in here and I'd be on my phone and be like (laughs) the whole time yeah, yeah. And it also be like nobody was here, right? So it's like you can't. like you're being rude, but I, like you're not. You're just like in your own little world. Totally. Right? You get lost. Yeah. Right? Well, it's like never ending. Like you get, yeah. there's oh, so yeah. much stuff to oh, like yeah. look she, at and oh, read. Because before she's <laughs> like, how many times are you going to check Instagram? Or Twitter. Like what? Totally. What is there, yeah. is there a new score? <laughs> like, like, what, because you just go from whatever app to app to app. Check my text. Yeah. Instagram. And by the time you get back to it, it's like. Twitter. Twitter. Oh, I might have a message on Instagram. I go back and then do the thing. Right. Right. Yeah, so that's been good. It's been better. Yeah. And how would you say has your communication evolved? Like we've kind of touched upon it mm-hmm. just for everything, mm-hmm. but how would you say from even like five years ago to now with all of the changes that have oh, happened? Oh yeah, it's much better. I feel like we're able to both be when we're open with our feelings and say what we need to say. And it's been good. I mean, we might not always want to hear what each other has to say. I feel like it's more me on you than anything. And then I always give you an opportunity to say, so what could I work on? Like, you know, and you'll give me something. She's like, you never tie. Yeah. Do <laughs> I say it like that? <laughs> well, you say that I have to stop asking. Like, I I guess I would say I have a little bit of OCD behavior. And when I want something done, I want it done yesterday. So that's, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm trying yeah. to. And I, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working yeah. on it. Because you're like, you, you know. 
that how I talk? You never say anything. I'm like, and I came back with, I'm like, you know why I never say anything? Because nothing's ever good enough. Started like. (laughs) Yeah. Perfection. No. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And that's the thing you have to understand in relationship to like nothing will ever be perfect. And, you know, he's been super supportive with, you know, me doing my thing. And it is funny. I'm going to say this because it's funny. When I first started that Instagram and you said to me, you're like, are you going to put my name somewhere? You legit asked me. Like in the bio or something, like like, like white like wife of so and so. That can be super cute, but I was like, I had a moment where I was like, I don't need you to like gain well, you got, a like, following. Or in there or I know. Yeah, he's like, you're getting pretty like antsy about that. But anyways, I don't know if you're joking or not. But anyway, yeah, I didn't. Because um, I also like, you know, I wanted to identify with myself and not because Brian has his own following, but it's different than mine. Totally. But I wanted to like just, you know, also prove to myself that I could just do it on my own and without like the help of of Brian, of Brian's, you know, little following there. But yeah. And you've got to go, yeah, definitely like you've got a lot of people that love you in the city for a lot of reasons. And I feel like there's crossover with both of us because, you know, we both talk not similar things, but, you know, mental health and wellness and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're such a big advocate with that, too. So our paths kind of cross in a sense that way. But, uh, but yeah, communication has been definitely better over the last few years for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what would you just touch upon it with yeah. you both work technically in like mental health, like mm-hmm. in different ways yeah. to help people with their mental health. So what advice would you give for someone who is struggling with their own mental health and then advice for someone who's in a relationship with someone struggling with mm-hmm. their mental health? Mm-hmm. Well, it's tricky when you're struggling, right? It's hard to open up, be vulnerable, ask for help. Because we're always so worried about what people are going to think. Mm-hmm. We're so worried about, you know, uh, friends, family, co-workers. If I come out and say I'm sick, you know, what are people going to think about me? Mm-hmm. And that's probably one of the biggest fears. But once you ask for help, it's amazing the support and, that, and, and you know, the people that are going to be want to be there for you. It's amazing, actually. Mm-hmm. Um so I try and be as open as I can with my struggles, all that, because it doesn't take away from who I am, father, husband, anything, right? It's, everybody has their own shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of us struggle with mental health issues, and it's fine. It's fine, you know, as long as you can take care of it. And there's certain ways you can take care of it. Eating, mm-hmm. right? I say this all the time. You know, Eating I think well. what Michelle does, you know, can really combine with certain things you can do for yourself uh, I think food can play a real big part you know it can change your diet uh, exercise has, been, exercise a has been a huge thing for me um, you know regular you know therapist uh, medication I'm a, I'm a little anti-medication so um, been trying to figure out some different ways of getting around that and uh, but it's been good um, Try and keep a tight, tight, close network of and people that care in my life. Like, you know, my, my circle of friends isn't huge, but the people I have in my life are very important and they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think just being open, honest, mm-hmm. honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of us hate ourselves. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, our self-image isn't the greatest some of the time. It used to be most of the time for me, but now it's it's getting better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And from my yeah. end too, like I've never been with anyone that had 
been an addict or so navigating that was interesting. So for us, like for you asked about being with someone um, that struggles with mental health and I've got my own stuff too. Everyone's got their thing, right? But for us, like a game changer has been openness, talking, um, you know, if he has a moment, me not jumping to conclusions, trying to take that step back and say, okay, I have to remember that his brain doesn't quite work the same as mine, right? Um, checking in and then booking a really good appointment to go and talk to someone and work it out and have really good steps to like correct that. And like you said, obviously eating is very important and exercise and we will try and go together now, which is super fun. So as a couple, I feel like that stuff's really important to be able to like do healthy things as a couple for both of you. Yeah. Right. And I even brought workout clothes and worked out with her on vacation. I'd never done that before. Oh, yeah, I saw the video. Even when he, yeah. So when he played professional hockey, yeah. NHL, I could not, not once, not once would he ever work out with me. So things have really evolved right. for you for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I just tried to like make him understand that it doesn't have to be, because it was your job for so long. It was much different. It took you so long to even get back to, you know, he goes to F45, he loves it. Um, but it took you really long to get to that point. I'm so happy that you're finally there and I understand how much better you feel. Like we both know how good that is. Uh, but yeah, it was crazy. Like for the yeah, first time ever working on a vacay with me, it felt great. Great way to start the day. And it just helps your mood. It gets the endorphins going. Yeah. It makes you feel happy. The endorphins in the mood mm-hmm. song is huge. Yeah. So I think, yeah, as a, like, you know, the couple, like if you can do healthy things together, I think that's super important. For growth connection yeah still trying to get her to come with fish with me not yeah no <laughs> maybe we'll she's do a like, double we date could do fishing. it all together yeah <laughs> she'll call i'll come home she'll be like how was it? i'm like we didn't catch anything but it was an awesome day she's like i don't <laughs> i don't get it how's that enjoyable I'm like well michelle i'm two and a half hours away down south in the mountains yeah it's amazing right <laughs> like when you say to me you're like unfortunately your hobby is an hour like going to work out yeah so th- we have this you know, I fished. It's it'll probably be a little bit more this summer because Gabe's gonna be able to come with me. Right. Um, but it's the same question. I don't know how many times you get asked this question. Probably every time I go. So how long are you gonna be there? <laughs> every time. Okay, Michelle. What time will you be there? Same conversation. The fishing is shit. I'll probably not be that long. It'll probably be I don't know. And if it's good, I don't know when I'm gonna be home. I don't know. Totally. I don't know. It could be six seven hours it could be i could be coming home because in the summertime i'll go fishing early in the morning you know three four five depending on what you know we plan our fishing days around different bug hatches on the web river that makes sense so some of the you know some of the morning say if i leave at six in the morning i I don't know i could be home at seven at night i don't know it could be that good that's why you can't go because then you get stuck fishing for that long she's like well you know you're gonna be gone i'm like well unfortunately my hobby isn't like yours your hobby is an hour going and jumping around and doing bar with your friends and (laughs) doing a spin class which is like super painful so that's your hobby that's an hour hour and 10 minutes it's done my hobby we're just getting going not even getting going after an hour by the way, you've been to my class before. It's not just jumping around. It's fair. It's actually extremely hard. The jumping class, which is the bar X where you do the jumping, oh, yeah. is extremely hard. Yeah. And I haven't been in like a year and a half. And there's no reason why. <laughs> the first, actually, the first class I ever did was a bar X class. Yeah. And I got home and went and had lunch and laid on the couch for about half an hour. I got up. I couldn't walk to go get a <laughs> bottle or a glass of water. I'm like, what the hell did you do to me? <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But that was nice for you, like, to come out and, like, support. And I also think it's really important to do, for athletes to do our period. Things. I think it would be important. great to for any um, athlete to do that for 
just the hip mobility alone, mm-hmm. um, it's unreal, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, and to, like, exercise just for an athlete, because Chris used to play football. Yeah. And so it was hard for him. Like, he's like, well, what do you mean I don't have to lift, like, these really heavy weights and, like, do all these really heavy things? Like, now he does lots of, like, he doesn't do bar. I've yeah. never yeah. gotten him to yes. go to bar. But, yeah. like, to do, like, cardio and hit yeah. and, like, you know, and so it's yeah. definitely Different a mindset change because you don't want to seem – like you want to seem like the cool strong guy and like that's totally. not you know yes. so yeah, i go in there i got my little toe socks on. <laughs> when i got your 45 workouts yeah, you know, like, 45 yeah. yeah um so what would be your favorite date what's your like go-to date in calgary dinner we, always... we love dinner what's your favorite <laughs> we restaurant dinner. Well, we went to bridget bar last week yeah bridget, 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 yeah. bridget bar 10 foot henry and unfortunately andrew's closing so those are our three favorite yeah. yeah uh it's a family one for us at 10 foot henry yeah. so we love love the game. but that bridget bar is amazing yeah. that's typically like you know we'll try and get gabe to bed and then you know an evening to ourselves hawthorne was really good too when they're the one night yeah. uh just to connect and sit and talk and brian actually didn't even bring his phone last time Typically, he'd be on vacation his phone. Too, I yeah, it but it was a really just a different date night the other night because yeah, we were just yeah we were super like into our conversation and talking about lots of stuff. So yeah, typically we'll do dinner, but more family stuff because he's gone so much. When we do things like the yeah. mountains and Banff and all of that, we did Canada Ask us though. Um, we went to the yeah, Canada Ask and did that town. Nordic spa. Oh, yeah. That was I would like yeah, to do that, that again. Amazing. That was, was really nice. It was a good night, relaxing day, and we're kind of spoiled having a place. Uh, places like that that are so close, oh, right? Yeah, People yeah. travel around the world to go to places totally. like that. Yeah. And we, it's you know, it's an hour and forty minutes up the road. So that was when, us, like, when yeah. we have people in town. So his mom is in town. You know, we went for the night, and then you know, to come back, we're going to be in Nashville actually together. So he does a little alumni tournament every year. So we'll be back That's there in two weeks. In two weeks, and I can't wait because we live there, and I love going back, and we have a bunch of friends still there. And yeah, we got we're going to rent a car and go back to the small town we live in. So we live Franklin. in a small town yeah. called yeah. Franklin, which is about. Half an hour south of yeah. Nashville, yeah. but it's a really old, like it was an old Civil War town, right? So they, yeah. you know, the the town is cool. Where we lived was awesome. Yeah, you know, we got there's a you know there's an ice cream shop there and yeah. a restaurant. Yeah, and yeah. so we're gonna weekend. rent a car and go to Franklin for the day and uh, have some games and stuff. But this tournament, they set up some stuff during the nights. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, there's like live music. Every night yeah, live music. I'm just and, excited to go uh, back because that's kind of like where we kind of all started, right. you know, like looking back, I was like, I remember the first, this is hilarious, but the first game that I went to, like oh, my first yeah. real NHL game, I flew in and I wasn't living with him at the time. And he's like, you're going to sit with Carrie on her box. I'm like, Carrie freaking Underwood. He's like, yeah. Cause so him and Mike grew up playing junior so together. Carrie, Carrie says Mike Fisher, we, I played with, I, at the time I got traded there, I've known Fisher for like 15 years. Cause we played junior together. We played in Ottawa together. And then yeah. um, when I got picked up by Nashville, I got there and I was there obviously before Michelle was there and talking to Fish, she's like, hey, you know, if Michelle's coming in um, yeah. for these games, she's like, she's got her to sit in Carrie's box. With her. I'm like, I know. Carrie's box. No big deal. I'm like, yeah. I'm like you know, it's pretty great. Out. It's like Fish. Right. I, and I never really looked at it like that. I'm like, right. oh, cool. Yeah. Like Fish. Like, just his wife. Like, yeah. I'm like, perfect. I'm like, oh, it's amazing. Now, like, obviously, I've gone to her. She's and, like, uh, I'm like, what are we going to talk about? You know, and it's funny, like, the small talk, we both have the same major, same degree. And, like, she's just like anyone else, right? But that was just funny. My first, like, game. I'm like, right in her box. Yeah. Like, just sit chill with Carrie. 
But uh, it'll be cool. You'll probably see them. And that's back. a place that's yeah. like close to our heart too. Like Nashville. Nashville's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, People always ask. I, I always get asked this question, like, where would you guys live, or you know, if you weren't here? And I would say Nashville. Nashville. For sure. If I if I wasn't living in Calgary, yeah, it'd be Nashville. The people sure. are amazing. The yeah. town is just a buzz all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's know, good. It's important too. Like I'll say to do like little weekends like that, and we it's hard to do it. But even getting away for a night or a couple nights together without any distractions or children or any of that stuff. Yeah. Which, like, obviously, we love our son so much. But I always say everything stems from this relationship right here between him and I. And if this isn't solid, if this foundation isn't solid, yeah. the rest can fall apart. Right? Yeah. So that's like what we really realized in this last year is to try and really like make sure that that foundation is good. And we're okay. And he's at the best age now too, yeah. right? Like yeah, he, we can do a bunch of stuff yeah. together. Yeah, um, okay. You know, I started playing hockey with him. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna uh, he's gonna be fishing with me quite a bit this yeah. summer. So just to have yeah. that connection now with him, rather than like, and it's hard because you know I need my time, and my time to me, my important time is when I fish because uh, it's not the fishing, it's not the gear, it's not it's what it does for me, mm-hmm. like my mental state. Um, because it's an escape for me. It's escape from reality. I don't think about Michelle. I don't think about games. I don't think about work. <laughs> yeah. I just like, it's my place to just be alone, mm-hmm. free, whatever. My mind just is, I just a reset for me. That's when I go by myself. That's how I feel when I'm jumping around a room. And, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's when I go and, and, and my fishing friends have become some of my best friends here. And when I go with my friends, it's like, you know, it's pretty awesome. Like we do a couple trips a year down south to Montana. That's a lot of fun. But now Gabe's at an age now where I can bring him with me. Yeah. And I don't have to feel guilty. Be like, you know, I went on Monday. I'm like, my buddies really want to go on Wednesday. I'm like, ah, I don't know. And I have it's to not going to go over well. Yeah. You know, right. now like yeah. I can just chuck him in the back <laughs> of the truck and we're, we can go. We're pretty good too with each other doing our own thing. So he has tons of trips with the guys and all that kind of stuff. And I, the same with the girls. Yeah. So. We're super, I think that's very important in a relationship to have mm-hmm. your own thing. Uh, I'm, you know, I have a trip with two of my best friends. We went in LA and Malibu in April. I cannot wait. We try yeah. to do stuff like that every year with the girls. Like, and we'll do a big girls trip every summer. And we're both, he's like, go. And I'm like, go. You know, it's, yeah. it's important to have that time apart too with your friends and do your thing and yeah, we're come saying, back you together. Know, I'm not right? blowing her phone up. She doesn't blow yeah. my no, phone it's up the like, whole time. Yeah. Trying to check in once yeah. Yeah. at night. But, you know, we do an annual, me and my buddies do an annual trip to Montana for, three or four days every year it's pretty awesome uh maybe we'll do another one throughout sometime in the summer but you know it's important to being able to enjoy your free time yeah and like on our own terms right like with our own friends and doing our own thing that things that make us happy Mm -hmm. yes um just to wrap things up yeah um if you could give one piece of advice for a successful relationship what would it be i know we talked about a whole bunch of things if you like narrow it down communication and therapy communication therapy yeah i would say communication, communication. Yeah, yeah for sure that's yeah. the part we've learned the most yeah 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 checking in you know get off the fucking phone <laughs> oh my god don't just leap out there i know you can swear it's get off good. the goddamn phone or whatever you <laughs> yeah. want and then connect yeah right yeah losing touch can happen pretty easily yeah. so yeah putting that away and you know like living in reality and what's in front of you rather than like you know what's going on in someone else's life you know and things can be falling apart in your own life and you need to just like ground yourself and connect and communicate 
Yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, and where can people find and connect with you if they want to follow everybody uh, and everything? I'm on Instagram. So yeah, I'm on Instagram too. The Michelle yeah. Method. And you won't find Brian's handle on my yeah, bio. So Michelle if you're looking Method. for my name, it's not on hers, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of our, you know. What's your, you gotta give your bigger. I want to say bigger. I have bigger and 16. You've got two, though. You've also yeah. got a fly fish. And I have a fly fishing one at Bigger and Fly if uh, some of you guys like fly fishing. I just started it a couple months ago, but. It's kind of like a parody account, a lot of joking around with my buddies and picks and stuff yeah. and whatnot, but it's kind of a way to just separate that part of my life from my yeah, hockey and slash Michelle Gabe stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having yeah, us. Thanks so much. That was amazing. Yeah.